In a world where entertainment is randomly scattered across Wikipedia, and no one can be sure of anything. Citation needed! Two men stand alone. They are Ben Graw, I'm Earth's last hope, and Garth Remington. Does it come with a pickle or is that extra? And word on the street is, they're gonna clean up Wikipedia. Yo, I heard word on the street is, they gonna clean up Wikipedia. And while they're fighting a tide of information, their fans are fighting tides of hot girls hitting on them. You listen to Wiki Review? That's hot. But sometimes you have to go off page to get the job done. I got the internet breathing down my neck because you're rogue hot shot rating system! This isn't a podcast. This is the Wiki Review. Horrible things are said to us, Ben. I'm probably going to do it, but I'll complain the whole time. Yeah, well, that was a given. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess I can tell some spiders a bedtime story. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode, let's prepare to talk about some nerdy stuff. And that comes from the guy who really got into the Mario episode we did. This might even be too nerdy for me. But on this episode, we are doing the Wikipedia page for Dungeons and Dragons. And if you're going, you'll need my sword. But for legal purposes and copyright issues, it is a samurai sword. And my crossbow. And my hellbow. Bird. All right, there we go. See, I want to start by saying like that I find this a little bit of an odd pick for you because you're not really a Dungeons and Dragons guy. I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons guy. Like, what's with this pick? It turns out most improvers that I've been doing improv with, they all play Dungeons and Dragons. So you want to get more into that world? Well, it is kind of fun. Like, I look at it and it sounds like fun. Like, I love The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I'm not as big a fan as The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I've never been a fantasy guy. That's probably why Dungeons and Dragons never appealed to me. I love fantasy i could honestly watch the hobbit and lord of the rings like those would be the two trilogies i could watch forever i mean they basically go forever yeah that's a great thing aren't they like four hours a piece or something each movie's like over two hours and there's like six movies it's great that is way too long for a movie no it's great it keeps going they got like horses and stuff and they all wear armor and they have swords and that's so cool but yeah dungeons and dragons as i found out it's just improv but you get to sit down did you know there was a dungeons and dragons movie I'd believe that. It was terrible. Like, even the Dungeons & Dragons fan hated it. Of course they would. You know, like how Batman fans love Batman films? Yeah, I know, right? They're thrilled that Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. Absolutely thrilled. I love that that's a thing. (laughs) Because they're going to be pissed off no matter who it was. Can't have Ben Affleck do it. All right, let's give you the Twilight guy. My theory is, is when they cast Ben Affleck and they heard everyone say, there is no worse casting you could have for Batman than Ben Affleck. They went, oh yeah, challenge accepted. Accepted. Robert exactly. Patterson. Well, they're going to bitch no matter what, so give him something to bitch about. George Clooney, he was a terrible Batman. Yeah, but that was a terrible time for Batman. It was like cartoony and cute. All... It was back to the Adam West days. I'm going to be real. They're all terrible. All superhero movies 
are terrible because they're based on cartoons, on comic books. Now, some which, of the Marvel ones are all right. No, they're crap too. <laughs> not a fan of the comic book movies. I love them, but they're crap. They're not as good as the comics. Well, yeah, because a comic is designed to be a certain way. And when you try to reproduce that, Wolverine's the perfect example because in the comic book, he wears like yellow spandex. Yes, they never really did that in the movies. Because that looks terrible in real life. You can't actually make that look good. No. That's a horrible idea. And because it's drawn, it looks cool. So they're trying to translate something from a comic book, a still image that looks cool, that's drawn, into a movie, and they're trying to give it extra edges. And I just spend my whole time just pointing out plot holes. Every single person has a superpower. So all the movies are really about is someone with a superpower getting to a situation where they need to use that superpower. It's never like a guy is really quick. He's never around where something needs to be like held up that's really heavy. He's always around where they need someone really quick. He solves all his problems by running fast. Exactly, because you can run away from your problems, right? Especially so, the Flash's speed. And as you get the more like weird, stupid powers, it becomes more like they've got to figure out how to make them useful. So like when the X-Men get into a fight, there's always one with like a stupid power who has to somehow, oh, they just happen to be standing in a place that they could do something useful. It's like, that it's like they have some electricity power and then they see someone standing in a puddle. Exactly. And like, oh, look, I used it. Oh, good for you. That's nice. I'm helping. Or like, yeah, a guy who can like shrink down real small or something. So just naturally I need someone to go underneath a crack or something. Oh yeah, you got to use Ant-Man. He's useful. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah. Paul Rudd. That's my point. Whenever I watch a superhero movie, it's too obvious that they're trying to put the superhero in a position where they're useful. And there's never a point where a gun wouldn't be more effective than everything they're doing. (laughs) With the exception of Superman, because he's just invincible. Well, Superman, what about when he's fighting Zod, who's essentially like evil Superman? Was Zod the guy in the Man of Steel that he broke his neck at the end? Yes. Have I ranted before about how if Superman just did one lesson of jujitsu, that whole city would have been saved? I don't know. Can you choke out a Kryptonian? He broke his neck. I guess that adds up. That's a neck crank. All that is is jujitsu because he grew up the whole time, Mr. Muscles, I'm infinitely strong, but I have morals, but he never actually learned how to fight. And so as a result, when the two invincible guys, he threw him through a building and the guy didn't get hurt. So he thought, all right, I better keep throwing him through buildings. (laughs) And in the end, people die. The whole city is destroyed and there's a lot of death. That guy loses his legs, so he gets mad at him and spray paints his memorial in the next one. All of that could have been avoided if he knew anything about jujitsu, which is how he ended the fight in the end by breaking his neck. He could have choked him out. He could have broken his elbows. He could have broken his knees. He could have done joint locks. And he needed air. They need the air. The air is what makes them superhuman so they can choke him out. It's the sun that makes them superhuman, but yeah. In the movies, it's the air. No, I'm pretty sure it's the sun. No, it's it's actually the yellow sun. Well, it's a lot of it, actually. It's our atmosphere, which includes the sun, because theirs is harsher. I'm only quoting the movies, the the Man of Steel ones. I don't know about... Who was the wheelchair Superman? The wheelchair Superman? Yeah, the one who uh, ended up a quadriplegic. Ah, Christopher Reeves. Yeah, Christopher Reeves. Maybe he needed the sun, and maybe the cartoons. I don't know. I'm just quoting Man (laughs) of Steel right now. Wheelchair Superman. Yeah, that's who he is. (laughs) (laughs) He might have needed the sun, but the latest one, the whole point is like they had a harsh atmosphere, because when they go up into the ship, they get given like a little breather apparatus because they have a harsh atmosphere. Yeah, I don't really recall that movie that well. I do okay. know a little bit about Superman. I'm pretty sure it's Earth's yellow sun because Krypton has a red sun. I have seen Man of Steel a few times. 
Okay. I'm then, aware of that. I'm pretty confident on this uh, one. All right. I'll, I'll take your word at mm. it from Man of Steel. Maybe and, they changed it. And because they made a big deal of Zod, the guy. Yeah. Mm. When he got there, it wasn't until he got into our atmosphere, he started choking on our air and then he got really powerful. So it wasn't the fact that it was close to the sun and he wasn't reacting to the sun. It was just reacting to the air. In fact, they made a big deal about it that uh, Superman had trouble breathing as a kid. I'll talk to that movie again then. This may have been something that they've made a big change that I bet the Superman community is outraged by. <laughs> no, everyone knows it's the sun, man. He's so Solar powered, not wind powered. Yeah, you got your wrong eco-friendly power, man. But yeah, that was my point. If he learned jujitsu, not only would this town have been saved, but he would have like ended it way quicker. But no, he has to throw a guy through a building. He can't like wrestle him. It's just a complete lack of respect for the martial arts. So summary, you don't like superhero movies, but you do like fantasy movies. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they take into account martial arts. Do they? Yeah, well, they all fight and stuff. Was most of the martial arts invented back then? Absolutely, they were. Well, first off, fantasy is a different world. It doesn't actually exist, but it is set on medieval stuff, which that's where like most martial arts, if not all martial arts come from. If fantasy were to be set in a year, whenabouts would it be? 1500s. Medieval, just after the Dark Ages. Even as far as like the (coughs) 1700s, when they had like really good plate mail armor. Okay, so between 15 and 17. I'm happy to take a range. I'm just not good with my history. I don't know when they had what. I always get mixed up because there's the hundreds and there's also the centuries, which is Mm. different because, you know, the 1600s is the 17th century. Because, yeah. like, how long have we had television for? Us personally, like in Australia, or when was television invented? When was television just a thing? Because you always know you had those stupid bullshit TVs that were owned by, like, three people in the whole world. Like, yeah. that doesn't count. When did it get into everyone's house? I know that Australia didn't get it till, like, the 60s. Maybe that was colour TV. I know the 50s. The, there was TV in the 50s. Okay, so I would have been off if I had guessed it was invented in the 1800s. You would have been way <laughs> off. Um, I think they might have invented the steam <laughs> engine then. It was a steampunk TV. Oh, there you go. They had steam-powered TVs. Did they at least back then have those wheels that you spin and it looks like a guy's riding a penny farthing? I think they did. <laughs> it's a steam-powered TV. What's it like? It's a little foggy. <laughs> Gotta keep wiping the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy there putting, like, coal in the back of your TV. Boop, boop. Sorry, sorry, that's that's the bleeper. It's all right. The movie I'm watching is just a train pulling into a station anyway. That's all they had back then. I know. <laughs> God, movies would have been boring back then. Because I did learn this. I watched a lot of history on movies a little while ago, this whole thing from the start to end. It was about the 30s or the 40s when censorship actually became a thing in movies. When movies first started, there was that boring like, oh, look, we filmed like a thing and it's novel because look, we filmed something. But then they started making movies and they realized they could make like silent films and even films with sound. There was no censorship laws. It was vulgar is a nice way to say it. See, those movies would have been more fun. It would be more honest, you know? And actually, I, for the first time ever, watched a Laurel and Hardy movie just last week. Oh, you'd never seen Laurel and Hardy before? Like, I've seen bits of them. I don't think I've ever heard them speak. But I watched an actual movie of them, and it's great for learning how film and television works. Because they were clearly very early sound movies. If you don't know who Laurel and Hardy is, it's the fat guy and the skinny guy that you see in those black and white movies. Yeah, boulder hats with the little moustache. Kind of Hitlery. And every line they say, it sounds like they're clearly trained for the theatre. Like every line is said with an enunciated voice. Even when they're in a scene where a guy's whispering to him, he's yelling it because the back of the room needs to hear it. 
because they're new to microphones and don't know how it works yet. And like, uh, we got a boom mic like right above your head, dude. Yes, I can see it. But yeah, and on top of that, after everyone says their line, they then stand there and take a moment to reflect after <laughs> every line of dialogue. Because when you're on stage, you say a line and everyone laughs. And then they say a line and everyone laughs. So it's like watching actors have to readapt to a new environment. And then, because I'm enjoying it, like, going, this is actually pretty good. This is some great stuff. I'm learning lots. And then they put like mud on their face and pretended they were black people. Oh, no. You know... You're like, it's 2020, I can't watch this anymore. Well, it's just awkward. Yeah, like this is, oh God, this is not right. And because of how awkward it is and how not cool that is, it just seemed to make the scene go longer and longer. And I'm like, it was probably like a minute, two minute scene, but it felt like an eternity I was watching this. Because <laughs> I was also watching Jerry Lewis at this time. I watched <clears throat> Laurel Hardy and I watched three Jerry Lewis movies. He did Blackface, didn't he? He did China Face. Oh. He did that every single movie he did it like that must have been one of his classic bits (laughs) you know what I mean like he's like oh this is something I can do I'm really good at it I can tap dance I can do slapstick and I can do a Chinese voice with the teeth and the eyes and the last one I saw they actually had an Asian dude he was from Hong Kong in the movie but who knows where he's actually from there was an actual Asian dude that he was pretending to be so he was doing his highly racist Asian impersonation to an Asian and you gotta think of like that poor actor it's just like, this is the only work I can get. They don't hire Asians in Hollywood. They hired this guy to be the Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Are we hitting a point in this day and age where we can't just watch things and take into account that, like, that's how it was back then? Being racist was not a big deal back in those day and age. It wasn't a big deal to some people. That's, I guess, that's the I point. Guess that's the point, yeah. I get you got to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I'm watching this going, well, it's actually a really terrible film, but for the time, all these things are good. I get to see the development development of how people will uh, speak, how people will stand on stage. It wasn't just the fact that they'd say their line and then they'd leave a pause. That means the editor left that pause in. They could have cut that so easily because they were changing camera angles. The problem with like a lot of older stuff is the timing is so slow on everything. In modern movies, they would just go cut, 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 cut. So you get to see where it started and it just kept going quicker, quicker, quicker and more dynamic. So I guess it's the same also with the morals and like and the comedy too because a guy putting on mud and it wasn't the fact that he did the blackface it's the fact that they hung out with these black people like they they were on the run from the law so they decided to hang out in like a black person village and all the black people didn't seem to notice there were these new black people they were just like oh we don't know it's another black person we all look the same to us yeah we can't tell each other apart (laughs) and it was like a little village of poor black people and they all picked cotton and then that's what they did back in those days and then they went home and they sang and they danced. <laughs> you know when it just at a certain point you're like, how long are they planning to do this? Can I fast forward through this? <laughs> and it was in that time like Marx Brothers where they would just have a song. It was taken from stage shows where they would have a song. Because yeah, even back to like the editing thing that you were talking about, how they used to leave like the long pauses. Because even like a little behind the scenes on like how we edit our stuff when we do the YouTube videos. Often if we're doing like a scene that it's like you and I, we do like the three camera angles, close up you, close up me and like the two shot and then we do our scene and even in the editing we speed it up faster than what we actually 
performed it to get that timing because it is like these days compared to old movies it's like the timing on it has to be like bang 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 and we will purposefully when we film a, a line of dialogue we will leave a pause before and after so we have that option as well so yeah there is some like yeah really cool behind the scenes things on how we cut those videos together to mm. make them what they are <laughs> that's what we want these days is that punch whereas I think they were allowing for the audience to laugh but I think audiences were also easier to get to laugh back then it's tougher these days I know one thing I did want to bring up with you and I think I touched on you because I sent you a, a text earlier this week because I had got a friend request from somebody on Facebook called Corin Corinda yeah and I get a lot of like scam Facebook accounts I think I've told you this before yes, where yeah. I think I got like three here now that are just like spam ones that I've got to click like deny on this one I looked at quickly and I'm like I don't know this person but it said one mutual friend Garth Remington and so I went oh okay accept and then when this person just messaged me saying like hi how you're going and that's when I looked at their Facebook account and I saw that not only have I got one mutual friend with them that's you you and I are literally their only friends <laughs> So have we been like both like befriended by the same scam? Possibly, or it's set to only show mutual friends because they can still have all their other friends private. My rule is if I get a friend request from someone and it's not obviously like a naked woman, I just accept it. And then I get, yeah, like that half an hour later, someone texts hi and you just ignore it and they'll go away. The picture just looks like a normal woman, but yeah. Corin Corinda kind of like seemed to me to be a red flag because I'm like, that sounds like a Marvel superhero's name. <laughs> Yeah, there's too much alliteration in that. So scam. Yeah. I don't get that many of them, but get them from time to time. Sometimes they're really obvious and you just sort of, yeah. We sometimes get that on our YouTube channel. Someone comments with an ad for like to see naked (laughs) pictures, which if you see that on our thing, don't click on that. I remove them as soon as they come up and I've tried to set up filters to stop them coming up. But yeah, leave legitimate comments too on our YouTube channel. That would be nice. I'm in charge of our uh, Facebooking uh, and uh, the basic. Social uh, media. So that's the, that's the word I'm looking for. This is how good I am at my job. So Ben gets to <coughs> play away being all creative and editing stuff. I deal with trolls. I've even been getting some trolls. Oh, you would not believe the horrible, horrible things that I have been called, that we have been called. Oh, what have I been called? I want to hear this. Oh, do you really? Um, I do. Okay, so we've read it around Facebook and a few other places. And some people just straight up say like, this is too long. This is shit. Um <laughs> The classic, this is shit. Classic. Um, If I wanted to watch fucking YouTube, I go to fucking YouTube, go die. And the latest one... uh, Well, if I wanted to die, I would go to the morgue. I'll I'll think of something better. See, this is why we're getting roasted, Ben. (laughs) I thought I had something and then I heard it out loud and I'm like, oh, that sucks. (laughs) I have something. Wait, Ben, do you have something or is it nothing? Where would I go to die? No, your deathbed. Oh, I'm definitely going to edit this out. Yeah, cool. (laughs) The last one I had was because I spread it out across Facebook, just share it in different places I don't really keep track of it and you don't necessarily get a lot of feedback some places we get some nice feedback and people are very nice about it other places really mean and because our YouTube clips are they're PG essentially yeah it's for a PG audience but sometimes some of the groups I share it in are not PG places they want hardcore things if it's not hardcore things you are wasting their time but it doesn't mean I can't share it there one guy messaged through to say like is this your own content yes yes it is 
Oh my God, you post all this content you make and no one ever likes it. No likes, no comments, which isn't actually true because I did check through that. that page. <laughs> you got paranoid after the I comment. Mean, You're like, we get some. Well, no, the f- funny thing is he, me- he mentioned it on a clip where we just got a like from. Mm. Someone liked it and then he messaged going, you get no likes, no comments, all that material. Do you stay up at night? Do you cry to yourself to sleep? Sometimes. You- oh, that, that- <laughs> I love that your reaction was exactly what I did. I went, Man, I cry myself to sleep every night. All I wanted was to make you laugh. You know, I just wanted to bring a smile to people's faces. All I really wanted was to get that much needed validation that you can only get from a Facebook like. And <laughs> off I went. But yeah, so this is what I deal with on a daily That's basis. That's awesome. That's my approach with trolls is I just try to be honest and helpful because <laughs> they're, they're giving me constructive feedback. They're talking to me. That's nice. As you all know, I did a uh, Monty Python ske- audio sketch a while ago that went on uh, radio. And yes. so I spread it around the uh, the internet and I put it on some Monty Python groups. And this one dude messaged back because it's uh, the four Yorkshiremen sketch where the Monty Python dudes all sit around and say luxury. So I get this one, man, that's a shit Yorkshire impression. I'm a Yorkshireman, man, like a guy from Yorkshire. He's like, that's shit. Just straight up called my thing shit. There's a picture of me on it and my Facebook profile is right next to it. Like, <laughs> he just went out of his way to say, I'm from Yorkshire and that's a shitty Yorkshire accent. So I wrote back like, it's actually not a Yorkshire impression. It's an impression of the four different guys doing Yorkshire accents. And he went, oh, I didn't realize. No, it's really good work, man. Oh, there you go. He came around. You won him over. First day on the internet, right? How quick people are like, you suck. This is the worst thing ever. And then if you just talk to them like a reasonable person, they're like, oh, no, it's good. You're good. I like the idea that you're rebutting our trolls. You got to do something, right? Uh. <laughs> but yeah, horrible things are said to us, Ben. Horrible. Horrible things. You get to play around with your little editing. Oh, I'll make this a little quicker. Oh, this is so fun. I'm being creative and artsy. I'm over here dealing with the shit. <laughs> I've got to ask, and I've got to ask in like a dancing around it sort of way. We've done videos in which we've got guests that are of a different culture to us. Never, no. Actually, quite the opposite to what you're saying. You're going to say, do we get racist comments? I am. And if anything, the opposite has happened. For some reason, it might just be a coincidence because the internet works like the tides. I have no idea how the tides work. Oh my God, I thought this was going to go controversial, but it's actually kind of heartwarming. Yeah, it's really heartwarming. Like for some reason, I'm just going to say Hassan our wonderful publicity man yeah awesome um, dude awesome dude does those great posts um, uses emojis in ways I never would because I don't use emojis but I'm I re- emoji artist yeah but I yeah absolute artist at it a certain place that I post our YouTube clips to get it out to more people for some reason his clip zoom yeah like, things you wouldn't want to hear from a teacher he that's right I don't know if it's because it was teachers I don't know if it was just the timing because this is all just it's really random but people loved it there was more that's a good episode too. Yeah, more upvotes than like sometimes you know, we just get like slammed. There's also, there are like bots out there. There are trolls and there are bots and there are computers designed to keep the man down. We're the <laughs> man in this case. This is the world I deal with and for some reason that one just slunk through and people were just like, yeah, this is awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So no, yeah. I'm actually very happy about that then. I know. Like You think that that would be the thing, but no, actually it's worse because it means like when these people are attacking, they're just attacking us for our creativity and like the thing that we're trying to do they're saying we're bad at (laughs) rather than like you know I mean at least if they were being racist you could be like well he's just racist like that's not even a thing but they're like you suck and failing at what you're trying to do at and there's nothing to hide behind you two white boys maybe what we should do instead of your Facebook picture up there we should put Hassan's Facebook picture up there that might help like you can't hate that that's racist even though it's a sketch with two white guys yeah (laughs) 
He's vouching for us. <laughs> Hassan is good, though. He's the I, only person to swear in one of those episodes, too. Yeah, I bleeped it out, but he uh, definitely did. Did Keichu swear in Russian? Or was that one didn't make the cut? I don't think that made the cut. I think that one was on the floor. Okay. I don't know what she said in Russian. Neither do I. But I, I, know, I know I have one where she said something in Russian, and then she said, don't put that out there. So you use the other one. Yeah, it would okay. mean, like, we would not have been able to get our videos up in Russia. It's beyond pornography, then, because of that one sentence she said. I have no idea what it means. Knowing Russian, it's probably like way worse than any, like it couldn't even be translated into English because it's so like English doesn't have the words to describe the heinous, hendousness of it. And if it did, those words would make you cry. Instantly you lose bowel control, <laughs> fetal position, you sweat. You hear it and you just like, that's it. You're done for the day. Yeah, Russian, it's a beautiful language. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, getting banned in Russia, like nothing gets banned in Russia. Do you know <laughs> like Russia is the one that gets banned everywhere else. Yeah, that's where banned things come from. <laughs> Just to be given like your Russia pass has been revoked and we didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> But yeah, talented man. Yes, and yes. I did a live stream with him just the other week. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah how was yeah. your live stream things going? It was good fun. Um, shout out to Liam Daly. Um, <laughs> Does he like that you say his name like that? I guess. <laughs> it was like a weird emphasis. Liam Daly. Another uh, shout out to Liam Daly. I was trying to do it like a, like a bit of a professional, you know, shout out to Liam Daly. Uh, if you're out there, buddy, uh, on uh, the radio waves. Uh. Yeah, and I'm just here to let you know it came out weird. Yeah. <laughs> we all know it came out weird we all heard it then <laughs> he's putting on a show on the 27th of august the mm. thursday which is the same night i'm putting on a show oh so you got competing shows yeah oh we'll take back the shout out then you want people to watch your show <laughs> yeah we do which everyone oh there's a reason i brought that up about the live stream but anyways we'll get back to that everyone should come see my show it's an improvised uh, comedy called rubber ducky uh me and three other wonderful talented improvisers uh perform completely made up sketches inside a bathtub that sounds cool it is cool how do I get tickets to such a thing? Uh, Facebook would be your best bet. Or you could, uh, I think it's on the tickets are purchased through Eventbrite, which I'm led to believe is some sort of website. Uh, uh, so if you Google on that, you could find it. But if you're listening to us now, that means you can get to our Facebook. Through our Facebook, you can find me or my page or check out any comedy thing. Plus there's a link to the ticket things in the show notes. Uh, so the, why didn't you just say that? Yeah, let's just do that. Like, let's just do send that. me the link and I've already put it in the show notes and just go click on that. All right, so what I need everyone to do right now, just press pause. But before you press pause, I got to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to press pause. Then you're going to go buy a ticket. You got to hurry up. There might be... You don't actually have to pause. Like you can run the podcast, like give people instructions. So they've pressed it. I don't on. want them to miss anything. No, but they're on the website and we're giving them instructions now. Oh, so okay. On okay. The website, so okay, what do we so do? Go to the web, go to the, the show notes, click the link. All right, now it's come up and it's going to say like buy tickets, buy the tickets. Be, or it might say sold out because of uh, when this is, it's coming out this Thursday. So uh, yeah, the show's on Thursday. What date is that? Thursday the 27th. We've got a couple of days depending on when you're listening to this. It might be sold out. It'll tell you that. If it says that, then obviously don't go. But if it's not sold out, buy a ticket. Uh, one ticket gets you two like seats and a table. It's well, it, sold out. It's, it's COVID times. It's not that hard to sell something out. That's true. And yeah, it is COVID safe. 
everyone gets a ta- their own separate table. There is a bar that's fully happening and there'll be like fries and stuff. I don't know, like chips. What do, what do you like? You can have it. Cool. And I'll be there. So Yeah. So you can ask Ben inane questions about the podcast or give him some of the trolling that I've been dealt. <laughs> In your show, is it like audience gets to give suggestions? For there people? will be. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's give some guts, some suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be some good participation, uh, especially we're going to do short form and long form for the improv listeners out there. See, that's that voice again. Yeah. 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 What is that voice? I feel it, it's like my thespian voice, you know, <laughs> when I'm being in the biz, you know, when I'm talking, um, when I'm talking shop, I think this is how you have to talk. I, I think it's pronounced talking shit. Yes. That's what I said. Shit. <laughs> talking shop. There's but, some sort of like Thurston Howell. Like you ever watched Gilligan's Island? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The rich dude. The rich dude. Yes, yes, yes. In my day, we had millions of dollars. Yeah, it sounds like him before the stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when he was in his prime. Oh, that's good. I sound like a, like a healthy millionaire. I'll take that. I'll take that any day of the week. All right, so I plugged that show. So everyone, you've bought your tickets. I'll see you there. You'll see Ben there. Buy Ben a drink. I had a crazy awesome weekend too, though. I had to go at filming a music video. Oh, right. Rock on. Well, not rock. It was kind of like this slow, like, I don't know. What does Michael Bublé sing? I like to think of Michael Bublé as uh, above genres, personally. <laughs> That's a quote from Corner Gas said by Michael Bublé himself. That's one of my favorite quotes. I love Michael Bublé. I wish I was there with you, Ben, just to like smit over this guy. <gasps> You're so dreamy. <laughs> so he had a song called On My Own, and it's more of like Michael Bublé's like slower ones. Ooh, nice. And Very hard. Felt. I was just thinking now, like, usually when we're talking about things, I can't play stuff on the podcast because we'll get sued. <laughs> That's true. I mean, what are the odds, right? <laughs> Can I play you a snippet of On My Own? Like me or the listeners? The listeners, everyone. Okay, everyone, listen to... Hey, so what's the guy's name? What's the uh, the artist's name? Uh, his name is Flynn Donaldson. Flynn, oh, that's a good name for being a musician. So yeah, Flynn is this good young kid. I think he's 19. So I got along with him well, so I'm hoping he doesn't sue us for this. But I'm this sure he'll be happy that someone's playing his song somewhere. It's the first like live, almost sort of radio-ish sort of thing. The closest thing to radio he's he's probably had so far. Although saying that, he's probably had radio play. Oh, this is his first song he's ever written, and he's getting a music video. Well, he's going to like a music school, so our film school teamed up with his music school, and we're making a music video for him. That's nice. All right, and here is a sample of Lynn Donaldson's "On My Own." pretty much his song like you get the style that we're going for with that you said michael buble and and that's you get michael buble from that don't you yeah my idea was because the song's called on my own and it's about the breakup of him and his former girlfriend oh so i had this idea of him looking through a photo album at polaroid pictures that all move and are animated kind of like if you've seen the harry potter movies how they have the pictures that are animated
animated and move. So essentially it's a little trick where you just sort of place a video over a Polaroid picture and it looks like the Polaroid picture's moving. Very simple effect to do. We filmed that over the weekend. So for the first day in order to do that, we needed to go out to a park and get some shots of him with his girlfriend. As the song leads you to believe, the man is single. So he does not have a girlfriend at this stage. So we had to find him a girlfriend for the day. So we went to- So quick tip, if you guys are looking for a girlfriend, if you don't have one, just write a song and then someone will make a film clip and give you a girlfriend. That's pretty much it. So we find this like lovely girl on the casting website and we were talking to a few people and let them know details about the artist. And the ones that seemed a bit more excitable, like we sort of narrowed down on one. And also we showed him the selection process and said like, you know, who would you like? What type would you go for? And so essentially I was trying to do like some matchmaking thing because I thought they're going to be all natural if they're all like really in love and stuff. And like Cupid, my plan worked. Within like a few minutes of getting them to like pose as a couple, they were all like giggly and flirty with each other. And I'm getting B-roll here, right? So I just need like images of them looking cute. So I just like focus the camera, realize I don't have to call action. They're not acting anymore. Makes your job much easier. So we filmed the film clip and the second day when we were filming in a house where he's looking at the photo album, we have an effect where the girlfriend appears there. So we needed to get the girl back for another day and they're back to it and hitting it off and everything like that. So it gets to the end of it and I'm just like, you don't need to make a good music video. Just get your musician a girlfriend. (laughs) I heard the song and I'm like, this dude needs a girlfriend. Maybe she heard the song. Oh, I can feel your pain. Oh, who hurt you, Flynn? Who hurt you? Flynn, who hurt you? Mama will make it all better. (laughs) And so for me, it was like one of those magical moments for as a director where I made something happen. I manipulated life, Garth. That's a good little power trip for you. I know that's what you got in, into it for. This brings up, because you know you see a lot of uh, the movie stars that hook up on set. They have a raunchy movie, Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise moment where they all hook up on set. So it makes it so much more of a great movie. And then it proceeds to destroy their lives. Oh no, I don't want to hear about that. I want mine to have a happy story. I want to be invited to their wedding. Well, yeah, that would be nice. But you know what would even be nicer? If the breakup led to a, like a Grammy. Yeah, but he already did a breakup song. I want his next song that I have to make a film clip for to be happy. That was the one thing that bummed me out because when we did get given the selection of songs, my first instinct with the music video is I just want to do a dance video. I liked the idea of people dancing around something like, I would like a techno thing, like Searle sort of-ish where it's like people like jumping around everywhere, having a good time. But then all the songs are slow and it's like, you heard that song, you can't dance to it. So instead I had to write something with a story. And also I'm like, this dude's too bummed out. I'm going to get him a girl. Well, that's happy endings all over. There you go, Ben. You did well. And they're a good looking couple too. Very cute. Oh, it's adorable. (laughs) Nothing like 19 year olds in love. Yeah, all those hormones. You just lock them in a room together, they sort it out. That's cute. So she could go on to be a great, because she's an actress. Yes. They could be one of those power couples where it's, you know, the musician and the Nicole Kidman and uh, Keith Urban. Yeah, like that. Hopefully they're not Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Well, he wasn't a musician. That was the problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or a comedian and a musician. That doesn't work either. That's also a problem. So there you go. You just need an actress and a musician and then you get a power couple. Yeah, that is the only combination that seems to work as far as I know. And I'm sure there are other examples except that kind of old one. (laughs) 
Have you had anything else happen to you this week, or can we start the podcast? Or oh yeah, yeah, we should talk about the Dungeons and the Dragons. <laughs> the point of that was I like the Hobbit. <laughs> Is that really all you had to say? <laughs> really, that, that was, what like I was like. I watched the Hobbit. I'm like I'm going to do Dungeons and Dragons, and there's no other thought than that. Well, no, I've had a bunch of people over the last couple of weeks tell me Dungeons and Dragons things, and honestly, I think it'd be kind of fun because whether you like fantasy or not, it's just making up a story. That's fun. You write scripts. You'd love this game. I'm led to believe there are other ones. I don't know if they're different from Dungeons and Dragons, but they're role-playing games which are like modern day or futuristic. It's not all dragons and dungeons, but that's what we're talking about specifically. Well, I'm looking at the contents here. They have game mechanics. I guess that's the one I most want to look at. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do anything, can we go to popular culture? Because that's like a oxymoron right there. <laughs> dungeons and Dragons is not in popular culture. There it's is in nothing. culture. It's a cultural point, but it is in no way popular. It grew in popularities through the 70s and 80s. Games, films, and cultural references based on it. Is there anything here you recognize? I mean, I mentioned the movie earlier. Oh, okay. These are just people who famously played... Stephen Fa- Colbert likes playing it. Yeah. Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Which Though I, didn't, I hear he doesn't play it as much anymore. Ha 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 Because he's dead. But he's an improv guy, so that makes perfect sense. What's uh, Fear of Girls? Is that a movie? Like- Spoof films. The Gamers, Darkness Rising. Let's see what Fear of Girls is. A mockumentary about two guys who... Oh, it's an ongoing series about people who are Dungeons & Dragons players. So it's basically the joke is they can't get any girls because they play Dungeons & Dragons. Because that is a big stereotype with Dungeons & Dragons players. Which there are girls who play it, I'm led to believe. Yeah, there's like two of them. And they already have boyfriends who uh, play basketball. I had a friend who started playing Dungeons & Dragons, but it hit the point where he's like, look, I'm married and I've got kids, so I may as well play Dungeons & Dragons. I'm trying to stop having kids. This might be better than condoms. Hmm. <laughs> Does anyone ever say the sentence, sorry guys, I can't play another round, I've got to go have sex with a girl? I imagine they wouldn't say that, they just get up and leave. Or they wouldn't be there in the first place. They wouldn't be playing Dungeons and Dragons. I don't mm. know, we're really ripping into the Dungeons and Dragons people, but are they really all just virgins? I don't know all of them. But I do imagine if it's known as that stereotypically, then feasibly, like your friend, it'd be like, I just got to slow down. I have way too much sex. Women will not get off me. I am just like my crush is sore. I gotta take up Dungeons and Dragons. There's just no way around it. It's the only way that I can like get my genitals to take the much needed break that they require. I'm just getting too much sex. Dungeons and Dragons is the only medication. I went to the doctor. He said it's worn out down there. You gotta do some live action role playing. I do remember talking to a comedian once and he was talking about how he had learned magic and how to ride a unicycle and he did dungeon master things and improv and it was just like that is a lot of talents that won't get you laid. Like, there's a lot of them. Like, if you're going to learn one of the talents that won't get you laid, that's fine. But if you're going to learn all of them, it's like, like a, you're going to learn to juggle too. Yeah, like, the whole mastery of it. <laughs> Ventriloquism. <laughs> Out of all of those, magic always feels like it should get you laid. I think it got David Copperfield laid and no one else. But that was, Or maybe Chris Angel. That wasn't the magic that did that for either of no. them. <laughs> hey, you're famous and rich. They make the card disappear or was this your card? Or like, oh, it's in your pocket. That's amazing. Women are generally not impressed by that. How is that not a thing? That's the one where I get caught up of like, shouldn't people be attracted to that? Like if a girl came up to you and was like, was this your card? And that was your card. Would you not be like, oh my God, this is clearly an attractive woman. Like that's impressive. A girl doing a magic trick would be sexy. Yes. But then a girl doing anything 
would be. It's kind of it's irrelevant <laughs> it's when you it's think kind of a loaded game, yeah. And I think it maybe it just comes down to that generally the guys who do magic are kind of less attractive because an attractive guy doing anything is attractive. You know what'll help me? A unicycle. Yeah, unicycle is kind of a weird one. Like, why would you bother? I mean, it's not even a convenient form of transport or well, that impressive. I think it's pretty impressive. I could imagine riding one. It's one of those things that's impressive for exactly 30 seconds. If you see anyone riding it for 31 seconds, you're already bored. Yeah, you, you already saw what they did. Yeah, it's you, done. You, Same you with d- juggling. Like, once you've seen it, it's done. When you see a juggling act, they have to keep doing stuff. Like, okay, you did that one. Don't go back to that. No, 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 don't don't start again. You do a new thing now. And I always hate how they, like, start with, like, balls and then they get little clubs that they set on fire and then they throw chainsaws in there. It's like, no, just set the chainsaws on fire at the start and let's call it a day. What's with the build-up? Now the balls seem stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I knew that you could juggle flaming chainsaws, then why did I bother clapping with the balls? That's easy by comparison. Well, that's why they don't end with the balls. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty weak closer. Oh, that would be great. You come out, set chainsaws on fire, you do some amazing flips, and then you end with, like, a little, like, coin trick. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I flip this coin. <laughs> <laughs> look, I can make it land on heads. I like, too, that you do still look at it like a stand-up comedian of, like, look, you can trim all this, okay? Just keep the gold. What are you doing? That's a tight two, really. <laughs> yeah. Your 10-minute act could be done in two minutes. Whereas they're like, I start small, you know? I let I show them that I've got skills. And people go, oh, that's impressive. Then they have something to compare it to. No, 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 no. Just do the fire and move on. Good jugglers. Just come back in the last five minutes. That's when they're doing the real good stuff. Although I have been fooled because, you know, it, they'll put down the props and you go, oh, what are they doing with that? That's that's some cool stuff. There's like a carton of milk, balloon, a bowling ball, an axe. And you're like, what are they going to do with all that? And then you watch a five-minute juggling video, which admittedly I should have fast-forwarded. <laughs> it's actually more impressive if you fast-forward it. Yeah, it looks way cooler. <laughs> but yeah, then they get to the end of the act. They didn't even touch the axe. They just juggled oh, wow. balls with stuff in front of them. I guess that's, you got to pay to see the, the full video or something. I don't know. Do jugglers do that? You want to see the real juggling? You got to join my uh, private website. I mean, that's a good advice for any show. Just put up an axe and people go, wait, what's the axe for? And you never touch the axe. You never do anything with it. Just have it there. It's a crowd drawer. <laughs> it is. We get more crowds with the axe. Yes, you get more of a crowd, but it turns immediately hostile the second you end. You're like, wait, what's with the axe? Hmm? What? We're all standing here waiting for you to do something with the axe. Oh, I just put the axe there. I'm not going to do anything with it. There is now a huge mob here. If you don't use the axe, we will. That's the point. Yeah, but he's got an axe. How mad are you going to get at him? Well, it's at his feet. He says he's not going to touch it. <laughs> not even a real axe. So if he picks up... Oh, that's not even a real axe. It's just paper mache. You are so mobbed. No, I know guys who play Dungeons and Dragons with their wife and stuff. So that's a whole oh, really? thing. It's a stereotype because some people like to make fun of them. But yeah, so I think we concluded that there is no popular culture. I have seen movies with it in it, but I don't know their names. Okay, so before the game begins, each player creates a character and records details described below on the character sheet. Okay, so, I mean, you were telling me before the podcast that you want to give this a little bit of a go. Yeah, I played it once when I was like a kid, but all I really did was like some kids said, hey, you want to play this game? And I sat there while they did it and I was there. And I went, can I do this? No, it doesn't work like that. Hey, you need to do this now. Okay, then I'll do this. So I didn't I didn't really play it, I guess. And I was like 12. And you've never played it? I've never played it, no. All right, so let's let's just make it up. How hard could it be, right? All right, so if I got to be in like a Dungeons and Dragons world, right? Well, I guess, sure, why not? All right, well, you're used to like going against trolls. So why don't I be a troll? Oh, yeah, let's make you a troll. Ah. 
Let's, uh... I'm a troll. You're a troll. That's my troll voice now. So when I'm in character, I'll speak like this. Is that what you want to do? Because you're going to be stuck doing that voice. I will probably start with it and slowly work out of it so discreetly that no one will notice. Oh my God. Did our announcer just come in the room? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy's tricky. <laughs> it does slowly slip into that voice, doesn't it? Okay, because yeah, there's um the different races, which is what you're talking about. There's Am also- I going to be a troll something? There's ability scores. So there's like strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Now, Ben, you don't look like the kind of man who owns any dice. No, I don't. So let's just say, uh, what I do you I have a random number generator on my phone. No, that's that's stupid. Don't do that. Um, okay, fair enough. I'm not here to. We're not here to do numbers. I do that all day. Do you want to be strong, or do you want to be like dexterous, or do you want to be charismatic? Well, I'm a troll, so trolls aren't known for their charisma, and oh. neither am I. So <laughs> we really can't have too much of that. So I'm pretty low. Okay, so you don't. Wanna- trolls wise, they believe themselves to be wise. Do you think that you're the still trolls- describing yourself, not the troll? But yes. No, but <laughs> I don't know. Let's. let's- you want to be wise? You can be wise. We'll make you wise. So you think trolls are wise? I'm trying to mimic myself from an internet troll. Oh, okay. An internet troll. I'd put them in a mid-level. Yeah. I'd say you'd have a very strong constitution because that's like the ability to eat shit. Um, intelligence. I don't know. The internet's intelligence is pretty low. Like, yeah. Some of the trolls are pretty smart. They have the ability. They just chaotic evil. I think that's another reference to Dungeons and Dragons because that's another thing you got to pick. Are you going to be like good? Are you going to be evil or a neutral? I'm evil because I'm a troll. Okay. An evil troll. Okay, and then dexterity. Well, I'm always like playing with my computer mouse then because I'm okay. a troll. So, of course, like I have good dexterity. Okay, so you Constitution. Bet- that means like how stubborn am I essentially? Well, that's like um, how much damage you can eat, how much shit you can eat. Like, could you eat a rotten apple and be fine? Is constitution. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just constant. They eat shit. <laughs> that, that's that's, that's they- all they do. So you can eat shit. You've got no charisma. You're pretty wise. You're not that smart. But um, the strength, I would also say, is pretty high because, like you said, a troll can make you cry. Like, they can just bang, boom. they can hit you. Okay, cool. All right, we've got that sorted. So you're strong, constitutionist, you're mildly dexterous, you're not very intelligent, but you are wise and you've got no charisma. All right. There you go. Boom. We've got my character. you got your character. Do you want to name your character? Um, Trolly Trollmalot? Trolly Trollmalot it is. All right. That's that's an awesome name. (laughs) (laughs) That was the dumbest name. I'm so glad you enjoy it. That brings me joy. Trolly Trollmalot. All right. Now there's different classes, such as fighter or wizard, which they say it's the occupation what occupation do you want your does he work a at fighter you want to be a fighter you yeah, don't want to work in it or <laughs> well that's what they do they just fight people online that's true they do yeah okay so and we said that you're evil i think we've got a character made cool i am an internet troll trolly the troll we've got the character made so it says that we just take you on an adventure yeah cool are you gonna take me on an adventure let's do that that means i am the dungeon master or the dm if we want to keep Ooh. it hip. whenever i hear dm i always think of bm i know it just did you just call me a piece of shit? Or it means like direct message as well? Like, did I just get a message on my phone? What's that about? Okay, Trolley, you are in a pub. Ooh. So you okay, can, I might go get a drink then. All right, I roll the dice. Uh, yeah, you go up to the bar. Yep, successfully the bar. T- okay, I go so- up to the bar successfully. We'd have to roll a, d- a dice to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, you didn't trip over once. You were really <laughs> yeah, good. Really? Yeah. Which, well, I haven't um, had a beer yet. Well, you actually did a very poor roll. You got a low number, but you're dexterous. Mm. So you like you stumbled on one of the chairs. You nearly hit a dude's shoulder. He was holding a beer, but you didn't. So you didn't spill his beer. So you successfully got to the bar. Okay, and Dale's working. 
behind the bar. You know Dale. He's the shopkeep guy. He's like, Oi, trolley, what do you have? Well, I have a look around to see if they've got like anything on tap that I know or whether it's just one of those places that have those micro brew bullshit. Uh, hang on, roll the dice. It's all micro brew bullshit. You failed your roll. damn it. <laughs> okay, you've got beer that's made out of strawberries, beer that's made out of lemons, uh, okay, a so- turnip beer. So what, I'm talking to Dale, who's at the bar? Yeah, Dale's like, what do you have, trolley? All right, Dale. Because he's from Australia. What is something that you got that tastes completely not like fruit? Dale looks at you and goes, do you have a problem with beer fruit? Yes, I fucking hate beer fruit. It's oh. bullshit. Who the hell puts fruit in beer? See, I'm a troll, so I've got to complain about all this yes, mindless this, bullshit. You're staying in character, this is good. <laughs> but while you're doing that, you are so distracted by your rant to try and troll this guy in real life that you didn't realize all the huge biker-looking dudes who have just stood up and slowly surrounded you till you are completely covered in the shadows of their like their shadows yeah because they're huge and hulking over you you look around and you see they all have a tattoo on their forehead that says fruit beers for life i turn to them and go what the fuck are bikers doing in this day and age this is dungeons and dragons bullshit oh does it have to be i don't know where we are (laughs) i should have been more discreet yeah no they can be bikers okay they're horses they're like bikey types but they ride horses but like chopped up horses is that a thing they're like evil dudes i don't no, they're wearing leather. What do you want? There's one of them that's clearly the leader, right? Oh, absolutely. The guy with the biggest beard. And he's poking you in the chest right now. Okay. I punch him in the sack and run. Success. Not only. <laughs> did you- it, it's always success when you do that plan. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you- need a dice roll for that. <laughs> you got him right in the sack. He goes down like a like a, a stack of bricks. And also, as he's falling, he tries to grab something. And he grabs the two dudes next to him's uh, sacks as well. So they go down. And it goes like a domino effect until everyone's on the ground holding their own groins in writhing pain. Everyone else in the bar stops what they're doing, looks at you, and then just starts throwing coins at you. No, oh, I got to pick up those coins. You've now got 13 coins. Awesome. I'm going to go back up to the bar. Dale, give me some of that fruity bullshit. I've got some money now. All right, you've got a pint of what beer do you want? Do you want the strawberry? I don't want any of it. Just what fruity bullshit did he give me? Ah, he gave you a, a, a strawberry one. Okay, so I'm drinking my strawberry one. Dale, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and now da- you're now outside the bar. You got thrown out. Oh, Dale quick. didn't like that, so he got the security guard to pick you up and throw you out the door. Okay. You lost one health because you fell on the on the floor. Did I spill my beer? Miraculously, no. <laughs> Not a drop. Not a drop. <laughs> you still have your shitty tasting beer and you're out in the streets. Well, I'm going to go drink my beer and find some people to yell at. Okay, well, there just so happens to be some people across the road. Hey, you people, what are you doing out here? Do you know what fucking time it is? Go home. Oh, that wasn't good. You didn't check to see what they were like, what they looked like first. Because now they're all coming over and they're a soccer team and they don't like what you're saying about them. Where are they from? Like, what soccer team are they? Uh, Brazil. Hey, it's called soccer, not football, you douchebags. Okay, so now you're being kicked in the balls by everyone. (laughs) (laughs) You fall down in the mud and you're gasping for air as you grab your crutch for dear life hoping that they will descend your face is in the mud by the way it's in like a mud puddle and you see in the reflection a coat so you look up and it's a wise looking man with a long Fu Manchu kind of moustache and he's like ah you trolls will never learn you're always starting fights you want to know a real fight there is a man across the mountains he needs to be taken down a peg he has never been trolled are you a troll looking for a quest hey fuck you buddy 
Wait, what was this about a quest? <laughs> <laughs> good, good. You have the right fight in you. He drops a scroll at your head and then walks off. Okay, so I pick up the scroll and read the scroll. Who the fuck uses a scroll? While you're reading the scroll, he wedges you just because you're giving him shit. But you understand that that's just his form of compliment. I get it all the time. The scroll is instructions of how to get to this uh, this untrollable person. Do you wish to follow the scroll? I don't know. Um, I guess that's how it works. <laughs> is it a long journey? It's not that clear it actually doesn't say in uh, kilometers it just says which direction to head oh but i don't know for how long not at all you have no idea you don't have to if you don't want to but i mean it's there oh, i'm probably gonna do it but i'll complain the whole time yeah well that was a given <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll do the stupid quest all right good man oh you gotta take stuff with you though what do i need to take maybe you should go home and get your stuff yeah okay i'm gonna go home and get my stuff oh uh, you failed you just fell over again and a bunch of people are kicking you in the ribs <laughs> <laughs> stupid soccer team's back again and then one like kicked you right in the nards and then he put his shirt over his head and he was like go Okay, so I get up and continue walking home to get my stuff. All right, you get your stuff. What like, is my stuff? I don't know. What stuff do you have? Do you want like a sword? I mean, I, I think I want to take one for the quest. Okay, take a sword. Am I any good with a sword? Yeah, I think so. You don't think so? All right, all right, maybe I'll take it. You're strong and you got good constitution and dexterity. So I'm going to say yes. You could totally use a sword good. Oh, there you go. That's good. Oh, but you have a choice. You can take a sword, an axe, or a bow and arrow. Ooh. Or do you want to take some, like, spells as well? Okay, so you got to pick your, pick your weapon. Do you want a, a sword, an axe, or a bow and arrow? I might go the bow and arrow. Take the bow and arrow. Good call. And do you want to take some spells with you as well? They're all actually um, computer codes, but if you say them in this world, it, like, does stuff. <laughs> like the Konami code. What's that? Some famous code. I think it's up there. I, I can't remember it. I used to know it when I was younger. It does something? Yeah, in like several games, it's like a code that gives you like lots of lives or something. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, there'll be stuff like that. But I'm thinking more like Control-Z. Oh, yeah, so undo? Yeah, so you can undo Ooh, stuff. Yeah, I want an undo spell. And you can like copy and paste and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, if you think of anything else that you can do on a keyboard, like save. I like that. That's my spells is just the shortcut key. Anything I know the shortcut key to for like Windows, done. Yes, we're going to, without me thinking it through that much, I'm going to say that. That is absolutely, if you can say it as a short code on your Windows, that is the spell that you get. Because I know undo, redo, copy, paste. Save. Save. Cut. <laughs> there we go. I can save and pick up next episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll just go like control O. <laughs> and you can print. Oh, yes, I can. Control P. But you have to say the, the control thing. Okay, so that's it. You've got your spells and you've got a bow and arrow. And off you go, our hero, alone into the, the wilderness. Stupid um, wilderness. Okay, so now you're in the wilderness and it's nighttime. Yeah, I hate it. All right, so you should probably... I don't know, find a place to sleep. Uh, you want to look around for that or like, what do you want to do? Um, you can stay up if you want, if you don't mind being cranky and tired. I want to yell at an owl first. Okay, you failed the roll The Owl turned out to be a dragon. It's chasing you and it's going to kill you and eat you. Well, I'm, I run. You outrun the dragon. Yay. Apparently it was a slow dragon. Okay, but uh, I didn't find an owl? No, but you did shit your pants. But that was probably before the dragon. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was absolutely before the dragon. All right, but hey, you did find an owl and now you're yelling at it. Stupid owl. Stop saying who all the time. I don't know. Who? Shut up. Who? Someone else. Who, who? Go away. I throw a rock at it. Not... 
not to hit it, like throw a rock at the tree near it. I, we can't do cruelty to animals. No, I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no animals were harmed during the recording of this. But just so you know, if you did throw it at the owl, you would have missed. Yeah, yeah. The, that, that's there's no way that's, that, that would have actually... We've got to keep Peter happy. Yeah, exactly. All right, so the owl flies off and poops on your head as it leaves. Good, that's what I wanted it to do. All right, now you got shit in your hair and you're tired and you're hungry. And I got shit in my pants. Don't forget that. I still that's haven't right. changed my pants. Yes. Oh, but you can smell something on the air. It's food. Is that McDonald's? I do like McDonald's. And somehow you're able to smell that it has Coca-Cola there too. They are the corporate sponsor for this bit. They are the absolute <laughs> corporate sponsor for <laughs> every bit we We've got the do. product placement. So I go up to McDonald's. So well, you go looking for the McDonald's. Yes. Ah, you found a beat up truck because I don't know what time period this is either. And there's two dudes with Confederate flags on their shirts sitting there eating their Maccas. Hey, give me your Maccas. Okay, here you go, buddy. They give you a cheeseburger. Oh, I eat the cheeseburger. You're now super racist. I was a troll. Wasn't I super racist before? (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Your constitution ate it all up. No, you have a good time. It turns out that they were wearing the shirts ironically because they're from a part of the world where they don't really know these things. They're not educated on uh, what is uh, woke and they were just given those shirts because they were free. Well, and they shouldn't be wearing them. Well, they don't know about that. In fact, they don't even speak English. They're just nice African men sitting there, like, you know, they got their shirts from the Goodwill. But don't they know that how bad that sign is for black people? And as a white person, I feel offended by that. But they're pretty okay with it. They, they don't seem to know what you're saying, but they find it quite amusing. They laugh several times as you squawk at them. Well, I'm going to be like, control screenshot. Ooh, you took a photo of them. Now one of them, because he's from a very primitive village, is accusing you of stealing his soul. Can I post it to social media? media first oh absolutely yeah <laughs> do you want to hashtag anything yeah hashtag black people who aren't woke you got roll the dice seventy three thousand uh likes okay i also want to make a post on top of my post saying that my post was racist because how can black people not be woke because i'm a troll i'm complaining against myself you're getting a bunch of those frowny faces now which only makes you as a troll stronger and you get seventeen thousand shares all right well i thank the people for the cheeseburger because you gotta do that oh no, no no he's chasing you with uh, with, uh his primitive weaponry now. He's got like a club and he's trying to kill you because you stole his soul. He's trying to get his soul back from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But while I'm running away, I thank him for the cheeseburger. That's very nice. The other guy still seems... Still manners. Yeah, the other guy seems to get that you're thanking them and he sort of gives you like a nice wave. While they're chasing me, I do another screenshot. Oh, now he's extra mad. Okay, so now he's chasing you double and he's got like a stick he's going to How does he chase with. me double? I know, runs faster. Well, he's got to catch me at some point. Not to be racist here, but aren't black people faster? Oh, he just caught you. <laughs> <laughs> Is he beating me up? Okay. I just got yeah. kicked the shit out of by Brazilian people. Yeah, but this is like he's trying to get his soul back. You need to give him his soul back. Okay, well, I just, I don't know. how Do I give him the picture? Can I do that? It's a print screen. But you have, yeah, you have wisdoms. Tag him in the post. Okay, I'll tag him in the post. Oh, that failed. Now he's extra angry. That didn't work. Stop giving me advice. <laughs> oh, I am an evil dungeon master. I guess this is how the game works, right? <laughs> so is this how it ends? Like me died because of a social media post, which is how most trolls end up dying. I believe so, yeah. But then the other guy says, like, leave him alone. Like, he kicks you in the balls a bunch of times. You throw up and your cheeseburgers now vomit all down the front of you. And they both decide that they got their soul back and they leave you alone. And you pass out from the pain. Okay, well, I guess I just lay there passed out till I regain consciousness. Yes, you do. You wake up. It's morning now. You've got vomit all down the front of your shirt. And there's a bunch of kids all standing around you poking you with a stick. Hey, what the hell are you poking me with a stick for? They all run away because they realize that the troll is now alive. 
Okay, I get up and I check to see if I've still got my scroll. Oh, you absolutely still have your scroll. Okay, well, I reference it to see which way to go. It says to go left. Well, then I go left. Ah, success. You successfully went left, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't trip over or anything. That's right. Um, I don't know. Well, I keep walking left. What do I come across? Uh, a convenience store. Is it 7-Eleven or one of those off-brand ones? It's a Quickie Mart. Like in The Simpsons? I've seen real Quickie Marts. Are they ripping off the Simpsons? I'm pretty sure like, they are. Does a poo work in the cookie? I go into the cookie mart. Who's there? Uh, some white guy. Oh, is that because they wouldn't have put a poo on the Simpsons anymore? Quite possibly. He's got red hair. His name's George, according to the name tag. Skinny, tall. You say according to the name tag. Is that just like a name tag they all wear or? Well, there's only the one guy and he's got a name tag that says George on it. Uh, hey, George. Do I know you? No, but your name tag says George. Oh, right. I forgot. Can I help you, sir? Yeah, have you got any, like, microwave burrito or anything? Back into the left. All right, I go back into the left to get me a microwave burrito. All right, you get a microwave burrito. Do you microwave it? Yes. All right, and I'm guessing you're going to pay with your coins? Yes. Okay, do you eat the burrito? Uh, yeah, eat the burrito and talk to George. Okay, you get violent diarrhea the second you swallow the first bit of the burrito. I've been shitting my pants a lot on this mission. Yeah, I've noticed that too. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I just ignore the diarrhea and just let it happen. My pants are already a mess. Why try to fix what's already broke? George doesn't seem that surprised by your reactions either. I mean, he sells it. Yeah, he, see, he sees it all the time. You're not the first person that has just willfully shat their pants in front of him. In fact, you don't even break conversation with him, do you? Okay, well, I show George the scroll and I'm just like, hey, is there any chance I can get an Uber to here? Oh, he, he jumps back in fear. And he's like, oh, no, not that guy. Yeah, no, no, no. You will not like dealing with this man. Everyone who goes to him walks away offended and scared. I don't give a shit. How is he going to offend me? Okay, well, then, yeah, absolutely. I can get you an Uber to there. Um, oh, do you have the easy. app on your phone? I know. Do I have the app on my phone? I don't know. Check your phone. Okay, I check my phone. You got the app. Yeah. <laughs> This really would have been a good idea right from the beginning. Absolutely it would have. You should have thought of that. Okay, well, I call an Uber. I'm right. not like an Uber black. I want like the cheap one. There are different Ubers? Yeah, get ah. different levels of Uber, depending on how nice their car is. Oh, cool. All right, so um, you get the cheap one? Yes. Volkswagen Beetle rocks up. It's driven by a dragon, but like a cool dragon. Like he's, he's like, hey, man, come on in. I help you out, huh? Well, oh, this guy. All right. Ah, this guy. <laughs> we got prankster. Huh? You very funny. I take you long way. Are you a chatter? Chatter, Uber, Twitter. I'm I'm all things. Huh? I got wings, but I take you in car. Huh? Yeah, do it silently. Ah, do you mind if I play my native music on the radio? I completely mind your native music is stupid. Oh, you love it. It's great. I knew you like it. You then have to listen to chimes and weird like Rory sounds for the next half hour. I continuously roll my eyes and make sighs noises the entire time he completely ignores them and then he constantly like pushes you on the shoulder like ah you enjoy this do you not huh i like you you good man yes no i do not enjoy this Ah, you. I enjoy this. Where you go? Why you go this place? No, I'm gonna troll some dude who's untrollable. Apparently, he's super offensive. Oh, you mind I tag along? I, I totally mind. You're a dragon. I'm, I don't like your type. Yeah, I'm gonna come with you. This will be great. Okay, you've now got a dragon hanging out with you. Ugh. 
<laughs> you get there. You both get out of the, the beetle. Do you want to give him a rating? Yeah, one star. All right, Talk so- too much. Really annoying. Plus, he's a dragon. What's with that? <laughs> uh, that's kind of racist. In I'm, fantasy world, that's kind of racist. But you, I'm a troll. Okay, that's fair enough. I think we found like the okay racism for you to do. <laughs> if you racist towards dragonist, yeah, anti-dragonist. Though I will say this, Ben, the person, I, I like dragons. Dragons are awesome. But I, we're doing a character here. I'm a troll. I hate everything. That is something I should mention to anyone listening to this. Not Ben's opinions. Trolly the troll. That's right. And I know you. You have actually said on multiple occasions how much you do prefer the company of dragons. I have many dragon friends. I know. I've seen your Instagram account. Alright, so back in character. Stupid dragons. Ah, you funny man. I like you. Ah, shut up. Ah, we have good time. We pals. Alright, so he's taking you to this place. So you're at the top of a mountain and there is this like tree house on a really big tree. I think it's a gum tree. There's like a ladder to climb up to get to it, but there's also a door in the tree. Oh, well, I'll take the door. You knock on the door. No, I just open it. Oh, it's it doesn't open. Oh, well, so I you kick try- it. Ah, now it opens. Stupid door. Do what I say. The door just gives you like a little, oh yeah, sorry, bro. I, was, I wasn't paying attention. Learn to pay attention. It's your job. Okay, cool, man. All right, so you both walk in. The dragon follows you in. There's stairs down and there's stairs up. Ugh, stairs. Is there an elevator? No, there is no elevator. Ugh, stairs. Um, stairs down sounds easier. All right, so you go down and you're now trapped in a room full of spiders. Eh, spiders are all right. It's better than going upstairs. I and- eat one of the spiders. Oh, you just gained like uh, three health and one strength. <laughs> Yum. Now the spiders are asking you to tell them a bedtime story. Okay, I guess I can tell some spiders a bedtime story. They all curl up underneath you like they're going to go to sleep. So they're all like under your armpits and stuff. Once there was this guy called Superman and he could have used his powers to choke out a guy, but he couldn't be bothered learning judo. Everyone likes this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had to break the guy's neck. What the hell is that? And after he trashes all of Metropolis, I mean, just because they mention it in Superman vs. Batman doesn't justify that that's not what Superman would do. And what are they saying now? It's the air that gives him his strength? No, everyone knows it's Earth's yellow sun. The end. There are 23,000 little spiders that are all sleeping peacefully all (laughs) over you from that wonderful tale. The dragon, you look over and you see that the dragon is like wiping a tear from under his eye. You good man, you tell a good story, yes. I forgot you were here. Shut up again. Ah, I'd be quiet. That was worth it. Ah. So now that the spiders are at bay, you can see behind them there is a door. Ooh, I'll go through the door. Or I'll try and open the door again. It's locked, but you have a lock pick. I kick the door. It opens. (laughs) (laughs) Behind it is a band playing music, like a rock hair band. Like we're talking flares and like, like poison. You suck. They all stop their music instantly. The dragon said it. And they all start crying. Thank you for your honest feedback, Mr. Dragon. You will get the key to upstairs. Here's the key. Oh, thank you, my friend. Ah, I like this key, huh? This key will allow whoever has the scroll to complete the quest. Now the dragon's got the key. All right, give me the fucking key, dragon. Oh, no, this is my key. I like this key. Huh? I get it for the honest feedback I have. 
Look, you're an extra character in this at best. Extra, yes, I think I'm quite good. Yes, I like to be the bit extra, huh? I'm not simple, am I, huh? I snatched the key off the dragon, like you, very you, rudely. You fail to snatch it, you fall on your butt, and you have diarrhea again. Well, at least one good thing came out of it. <laughs> Give me the fucking key. Do you know what? How about uh, we come listen to some of my music? Then will you give me the key? Uh, maybe, maybe we're not. Uh, let's go listen to some of my music. Uh, the, uh, the, the lead singer of the band now interrupts. Hey, man, I just want to say, like, you've given us some really good feedback and criticism, and I think that you should listen to our music because our band is going to make it, and we're going to get a Grammy, and it's going to be great. I've got myself an actress girlfriend, and we are going to be a power couple. Yeah, look, you don't have any more keys, so I don't have to pretend to like you anymore. Uh, I like this guy. Guy, huh? He has the hair and the flares and the and he talks with the voice. I like this guy. Don't you like this guy, Trolley? Uh, yes. Uh, we all good friends. He come with. I. Uh, you want to go? I, I. I open door. You come with. All right, man. I think I'll come along. You know, check out this new door. I've had this key all these years. Never gone up there. What, you taking this douchebag? Ah, uh, yes. He good friend. You come too. Ah, uh, we all friends. We all fellas, huh? Uh, all right, I'll come with the stupid people. All right, so now you got a dragon and a lead singer with you. That's your that's your posse. That's like your what do they call it in Lord of the Rings? Fellowship. That's the one. This you, is my fellowship. Some hairband dude and some weird Mexican dragon. I think. I was is he Mexican or Eastern European? I was going for nondiscreet accent. Oh yeah, he could be. Yeah, he could be Mexican. There's some sort of Latino-y sort of thing in there, isn't yeah. it? Because it could be like Eastern European. But yeah, no, no, no Spanish. I, I, even. I don't know. <laughs> It, does, it doesn't matter. He's from wherever dragons are from. That's a perfect dragon accent. All right, so this is your fellowship. So you want to go up the stairs now with them? Yeah, sure. Why not? Because even though like he has the key and they're friends, like you're still in charge. You're still the leader. They both agree that you should definitely be in charge. Ugh, I always have to do everything. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's just what you got to do. You got to lead the way. Okay, leader says shut up now. All right, so you get to the top of the stairs. There is a huge door, like a badass gate. It's got, like, spikes on it and, like, skulls and gargoyles. And there's flames shooting out either side of it, like... And it just says, fear me, over and over again. And there's, like, ghost heads coming out of the door. Like, it's haunted, but, like, what's it called when the ghost is attached to something? It's got a spirit stuck in it. All right, so it's a pretty scary-looking door. Yeah, they kind of went a little overkill with it. I mean, just pick a thing and just go with it, I mean. <laughs> All right, I walk in this stupid fear door. You, you can't just walk into it. You get close and the ghost slaps you in the face. And what the hell did you do that for? Ooh, I'm Sloppy the ghost. So that's why you slap people? Were you called Slappy first and that's why they get you to slap people? Or they just call you that because you slap people? And in which case, what were you called before that? You know, I've never put the two together. <laughs> I just like slapping people and I happen to be called Slappy. It's just one of those coincidences. All right, Slappy, I'm going to be quite honest with you. You're by far my favorite one that I've met on the quest so far. <laughs> So seeing as you're the only other rational one around here, like, how do I get in this thing? Oh, why didn't you just say so? 
Give me that key. Dragon, give him the key. Oh, I guess we can give him the key, huh? Yeah, take the key. Ah, I don't need it. Ah, I got lots of good stuff. I got a beetle downstairs I drive. Okay, we don't need your life story, Dragon. Just give him the damn key. Okay, yeah, he, he right. I talk too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry about that guy, Slappy. He is just irritating. I'm also here in case you were wondering. No, no one was wondering. The uh, hairband guy gives Slappy his demo tape. You don't have to listen to it. You know, it's funny. I've been living so close to him, upstairs and downstairs, and I've always heard this rocket, and I've never wanted to listen to this music. He throws the CD at the hairband dude's face. See, this is why I like you, Slappy. Slappy holds out uh, a hand for the high five. Yeah, I give him a high five back. All right, you tight with the ghost now. <laughs> All right, he opens the door without the key you notice. Hey, what the hell was the key for? I was just fucking with you. See, isn't Slappy awesome? I can see why he get along. <laughs> Your character definitely, yeah. <laughs> Before you go in, I must tell you, I was the ghost of the last two entered, for I too was a troll. You know, I can totally see that. That's probably where we click. Absolutely, but take note, I'm dead, you moron. Yeah, but you probably did it stupid. And as will you, you dumb fuck. <laughs> nah, I got this. Beware, beware. I heard you the first time. Now you're just being ridiculous. He may fire at you, beware. And then he fades out and disappears. Okay, I walk in completely ignoring all of Slappy's advice. Sitting in the center of the room, it looks like a beehive, like honeycombs and stuff everywhere. And in the middle, there is a fat dude. <laughs> look at you, fat ass. Like, remarkably obese. Like, you look at this dude, like, inhuman. Even as a troll, you've never seen someone as immense as this. He's, like, literally a beach ball if it was the size of a house. And he's got, like, drool coming down his face, and he's got kind of, like, a really mangy beard, like he can't really grow a beard. And he looks over at you, and he's got two different colored eyes. Oh, and he's typing away at a computer. Like, are you the dude who can't be trolled? Ugh, who Who's this asshole? I mean, really? A fat ass like you? I mean, look at those teeth. They look like bananas. Yeah, your mother wasn't complaining about them. Oh my God. I've never heard trolling like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring out the A-game. And by A-game, do you mean your mom's boobs? These are your mom jokes. I think he's the creator of them. <laughs> You are correct, sir. He is the first your mum joke guy. He invented it. It is the source. He may quite possibly be where all trolling came from. Oh, my God. I see what people talked about. Ugh. Look at this little bitch coming to here. Ugh. Tell your mum the money's on the fridge. All right. First of all, I take a screenshot of him. And then I- Get to send that to your mum, are you? <laughs> She'll know what that picture looks like. And I type a little post on it. This is what it looks like when a fat little bitch eats another fat little bitch. Ooh, does three damage. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good call. Because you got the the other two dudes there. They're like both like, ooh, you just got effed in the air, my friend. Yeah, that was a pretty badass call, man. You just like, and that uh, that doubles your damage. So you got six damage on him. Yeah, my trolling may be strong, but it's not. A as strong as the chair that has to support that fat ass of yours. It was able to support that and your mum. Yeah, I am noticing that inconsistency. The fact that you only use your mama jokes. 
You have nothing beyond that. Yeah, like your mom. Oh, oh, some of the, the beehive around you, this honeycomb just started to chip a little. I mean, you're basically like the Marvel movies that are churning out the same formula over and over again and calling it a new movie. Uh, 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 stop that. What are you doing? <laughs> and plus, I'm not even sure that you know my mother. That's definitely a plot hole in your entire thing. Uh, uh. No, I've, I've had sex. What? No, it's y- your mom. Whoa. I mean, would you even know where your penis is? You're way too fat. No. Everything starts crumbling and he starts morphing, vortexing, being sucked up into his own butthole until he is nothing and disappears. Confetti shoots out everywhere. And then a parade starts marching through going, hooray, hooray for trolley. Hey, fuck you guys. I didn't do anything. Wait, did you say hooray? Yeah, yeah, hooray. (laughs) We've been sitting back here for like 2,000 years just waiting for someone to like ice this bitch of a troll and you were the first one to do it no one's ever actually pointed out that he only has he's only a one-dimensional character (laughs) before which is kind of ironic because like that would be like the first thing everyone would rationally comment on right but i'm on a new trolling level you are oh and by the way um you got like 20 billion experience from killing him and you went up a level (laughs) yay so i'm level one yeah so now (laughs) you can also use uh max spells as well because you didn't even use any spells then it doesn't matter i use print screen a fair bit yeah you did that's true you used that one a good amount but now because they ha- they don't have uh, control they have command they do I'd have to say command stuff so you can command things now as well as control things mm-hmm. so that's like being able to control animals as well as command them oh wait have I got any money left yeah you got a bunch of coins okay control C control V control V control V control V let's have a party <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all out of nowhere comes all kinds of like really good beer like Tui's new yeah and then oh my god there's like topless troll girls and they're all like jumping around you and they're like dancing and there's a bunch of dudes with like shades on and then out of nowhere the hairbands band rises up out of the floor and but instead they're playing sick music like not that stupid stuff but like really good like 80s rock is Dale there? And Dale's there too! Kicking the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> the dragon took him outside and started kicking him in the junk. He's throwing up after every genital uh, smash. <laughs> and some Brazilian soccer players come up and start kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, everyone's taking it in turns getting Dale in the, in the groin now. Yeah, that'll teach him for kicking me out of his pub. That's right. And from then on, all fruity beers were outlawed. Only uh, Tui's new can be served or Cooper's or anything recognizable by a regular person and you were declared king of the trolls yay and your mama jokes were replaced with your shit rants forevermore (laughs) uh the end i liked that that was fun so that's what Dungeons and Dragons is? That's exactly what Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is. I'm pretty sure we got that perfect. Except for the they throw a real dice instead of just pretending. Yeah, well, it's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's all pretending. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great quest. That was fun. Well done, sir. Yeah, it does make me think that, like, I overthink the Christmas episodes way too much. <laughs> like, we could just talk shit. Because isn't that basically like the Christmas episodes, but we just made that up on the spot? Pretty much, yeah. No writing or producing or anything. Because <laughs> those things, like, 
Although we say it's Christmas Day, those things take ages to put together. Yeah, there's a lot of post-production. First, you have to write a story. Then you have to record it with me. Then you get to do all these post-production things. Yeah, get the music and the sound effects. and We could just oh, do that. Yeah, let's just do this. And that was your first successful Dungeons & Dragons mission quest or whatever they call them. <laughs> you did it. I did it. And I saved the day. You did. Everyone and, likes a troll. And I yeah, managed to help that Fu Manchu guy who we never saw again. Was he at the party? He was absolutely at the party. He was hitting the DJ booth. Ah, oh, rock on. Turns out he's DJ Fu Manchu. And he was doing nothing but straight up techno. And oh my God, a big screen TV comes down and it's your video clip that you wanted to make is playing. There's like people dancing around and stuff or whatever you so envisioned. Better off on my own. Oh no, the, the techno version that you wanted to make before. Oh, you that, hit. yeah. Oh, and then he cuts it down to a slow song. Oh, and then Finn's song comes on and it's slow dance time and a cute troll girl wants to slow dance with you. Oh, well, I got to slow dance with the cute troll girl then. Well, there you go. And then uh, Trolly McTroll gets laid. <laughs> Yay. Oh, but then you, you got syphilis. Didn't I already have syphilis? No, you only had gonorrhea and um, extreme uh, diarrhea. Well, I'm trying to get the whole collection. Well, you're halfway there. Mm. Next quest will be for AIDS. Is that what we're doing? Is that where this is Trolling going? Trolling McTroll's quest for AIDS. <laughs> Quite possibly the most popular of all the Dungeons and Dragons quests that you could get. I'm pretty sure. So I don't know, like, probably don't have time to do a whole nother round. But if you were to design a Dungeons and Dragons character for yourself, what do you think you would go? I'm told that Bard is a fun one to play, but this is what I get from Isn't the internet. Isn't an actor? Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. You can actually, I've had people tell me this. You can be a stand-up comedian in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, who'd want to do that? You've got to escape from life. I know. I'm trying to get away from that. Well, a bard is generally like a dude who plays a lute, which is like a guitar and sings. Yeah, pass. Yeah. That barbarian, that sounds cool. That does sound pretty cool. You could be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Conan. A cleric. Oh, I could be that. Yeah, like an administrative assistant. I was like a clerk. I was, yeah, I was thinking that was something churchy, but no, that's a cleric. Like, just a dude who handles the group's paperwork? I guess so. Like an auditor or something. Like, you know, you got to make sure that you keep your receipts on quests because that means that the quests, like when you have to do your taxes, it's to, you got all the deductions. We should do like a quest where it's a bard and a cleric. Like the two most useless people in a fight. Yes, we could do a special episode of this. Where I hit him with my little guitar loot thing and the other guy calculates how much it will cost to buy a new loot. <laughs> oh, this isn't cheap. We only finished appreciating that too. Who's the druid? What is a druid? Well, they're from ancient Britannia, which I only know because I watched a show called Britannia. And they were like the people in charge. They're like wizards, I guess. But I think they're more like, I'm going to say potion kind of wizards like forest wizards like they put the you know shaven head and uh, put war paint on kind of wizards like alchemists yeah yeah although an alchemist is someone who tries to turn lead into gold what's well, just turning stuff into other stuff yeah well the, yeah it's like potions and stuff I guess that's alchemy uh, Spider, that seems pretty self-explanatory monk now that's one where I go well I mean you got cleric I know a paladin is another kind but then there's like a monk like what kind of monk do you want to be like you obviously go Shaolin but it could just be like a dude who's just really into Jesus. I think of like the monk from Monkey Magic. Oh, Trippy Tucker. Yeah, was that a boy or a girl? It was a boy played by a girl because it was ah. meant to be a child, a little boy. And that's Monkey Magic. So yeah, we have a, a clerk, a bard, and a monk. So it's like a dude is like, I'm going to sing a song. A dude is like, keep your receipts.
seats and a dude's like, hey, would you like to discuss Jesus with me? <laughs> that could be the mission. Like, I don't know if Mormons are allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons, but I imagine... Probably not. Or listen to this podcast, so it's safe territory. But I imagine <laughs> they both choose Monk and their quest would be to knock on a bunch of doors. <laughs> see how many people you can convert. Uh, does Monk dictate what religion you have to be? Could you be a Mormon? I don't know if Mormons have monks to start with, but I don't see why not. It's a fantasy world. And in this fantasy world, Mormons have monks. Because then when you start in a pub, it's like they go, the bartender asks what you want to drink. I tell him I don't drink and then lecture him about Jesus. (laughs) He says, well, do you want a soft drink? Oh, I'm not even allowed to have soft drinks. And I can't have anything warm either. A warm beverage is not allowed. Just think of anything fun. I'm not allowed to do it. But I tell him to have a nice day and I'm super friendly. And then you offer to help him move. (laughs) I have talked to Mormons when they've come around here and they do always offer to do stuff for you. Which is nice. It just feels like it comes at a price though. Yeah, you feel uncomfortable putting them to work. Now here's the question. Sorry, we'll we'll go through the list really quickly. But um, Paladin, that's like a a knight who's a priest. Ranger, because if you're a ranger, like we know rangers, like Ranger Stacy. You know, like someone who's going to get a possum for you to cuddle. Or the Lone Ranger. That's what I was just thinking when I was doing the quest by myself. I should have been the Lone Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, because then he would have had a horse, wouldn't have to walk. Yeah, and Tonto. Because he wasn't alone. He yeah, had, he had a Native like American. A yeah, he had a Native American and a horse. I guess back then, like, they both weren't people. Yeah, it's, he is alone in the, the white male sense of it. And in 2020, Native Americans and horses are people. Yeah, exactly. Now it's happened. Rogue, which... That's like a thief, I'm led to believe. But you know, when someone says a rogue, I'm a rogue. I'm a maverick. Like Rogue One. You're taking the Death Star plans. Yeah, was that the movie where everyone dies? Yes. Well, then let's do that. That sounds epic. (laughs) Then you got Sorcerer and Warlock. And Wizard, which are all the same thing. Yeah, as far as I can tell, they're all the same thing. Because Cleric and Druid and Monk and Paladin, they're all kind of the same stuff. I'm sure there are people screaming at us through the podcasting device they're using right now. They're not the same thing! But we don't know. All right, so we've played our game of Dungeons and Dragons and talked a little bit about this. I guess we should probably rate the page. So what would you rate the page, Garth? I would have to rate this an on my own out of a possible yo mama. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Flynn. Shout out to Flynn, because I was on my own when we started this. We basically started this episode by you just completely exiling me, saying, I want no part of this. This is nerdy shit, Garth. I don't want to be involved. You're a dumbass. You're a loser. You disown me for it. That is true. The episodes where I tend to be like, oh, this is going to be crap, end up being the best episodes. Just trust me, man. <laughs> I think I should just trust you more. Or maybe it's just you've lowered your expectations. So it's when like, it, I don't care anymore. So when it doesn't end up a complete nut, punch you're like oh my god that was brilliant <laughs> it's like that because yeah it was a good smooth uh episode where we had a lot of good fun and it was yeah it was it was cruisy it was a crooner of an episode it was smooth and i enjoyed the sound of it and it was out of a yo mama because well that's yeah you think it's just gonna be like a bunch of yo mama jokes it's pretty straight up pretty it seems one-dimensional but we got in there it had edges and we found them and i very much enjoyed that which means yeah i had a great time what did you think ben well okay well i'm gonna give my rating out of 74 because Dungeons and Dragons was invented by Gary Gax and Dave Anderson. 
Arison? Arneson? Arneson in 1974. And that is probably the only thing that anyone has learned about Dungeons and Dragons throughout this entire <laughs> episode. The only fact stated. <laughs> the only fact stated. I'll put it in the show notes too. <laughs> so out of 74, you know what? I had a lot of fun playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to give it a 74. Let's give this one a perfect Ooh. score. Oh my God, it's happened. I came in saying that this episode was going to be shit. There is some people who might have turned off the episode at the start by going like, thanks for the heads up, man. But <laughs> could I not have been more wrong? Aww. Like I actually had fun playing that little Dungeons and Dragons thing where I was trolly McTroll. I mean, I don't know how much anyone else enjoyed it, but I sure as hell enjoyed it. Yeah, we had fun and that's the important thing. <laughs> that's what you tune in for, to hear other people have fun, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys don't matter. It's more about if we enjoy the podcast. Exactly. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'd like to say all the things I learned about it, but we really just went through the classes like right at the end. Yeah, we basically talked about ourselves, made up a story, and then rated it. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Hey, look at that. Are you guys catching on to how we do this? <laughs> we have a format. <laughs> <laughs> so we may as well move on to like the plugging stage of the show. So uh, what do we got to hit up? We got our YouTube channel where we put out the videos. Yep, check the YouTube. We got the Facebook going, Instagram, Twitter. You can email the podcast at wikireviewpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find all those details at humidor.com.au or also in the show notes. And onto your stuff, you have your show. We plugged it partway through but we're up to the plug so you may as okay, well replug so it I'll replug okay yeah I got a show it's called Rubber Ducky uh, you can find it on Facebook in the show notes uh, get tickets before you get there because it's COVID it's improvised humour like the humour you just heard between Ben and I but uh, you actually get to see us and there's four of us and we're in a bathtub and it's in a bathhouse well it's called the bathhouse but it's like a club and you can get drunk there and they have really great steaks upstairs so come on down find it it's Thursday the 27th of August be there yeah I'll be there too checking out Garth, yelling out suggestions for them. Yeah, it'd be a fun night. Sweet. So yeah, you want to hang out with me and watch Garth do improv? Boom. Yeah. Awesome night. Oh, I'll be like the Wikipedia and they'll be like me. And yeah. you'll be you. <laughs> yeah, always good to meet Wiki Review fans or fans of our stuff that we do. All right, well, I guess that's another episode of Wiki Review. I've been Ben Graw. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Wiki Review. I say Wiki Review that much normal. It did seem like you're saying it more, but I think it's more because you put emphasis on it. Yeah, I think. Like I- you're like, Wiki Review. Wiki Review. Why, why am I saying Wiki Review? It's, it's fine, man. Whatever, podcast's over. Yeah, it's over. We're fine. <laughs> Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw.